the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, July the 14th, 2021, in the year of our Lord. Today on July 14, 1798, Congress passed the Sedition Act that made it a federal crime to publish false, scandalous, or malicious writing about the U.S. government. Oh my, would it be something if that were um, still in play today, the Sedition Act. Today in 1789, in an event symbolizing the start of the French Revolution, citizens of Paris stormed the Bastille prison and they released the seven prisoners inside. Today in 1865, the Matterhorn that straddles Italy and Switzerland, it was summited by a seven-member rope party from Britain, a British climber, Edward uh, Wimper, I think is how you pronounce his name. They reached the peak. Four members of the party fell to their deaths during the descent. Wimper and his two guys, they survived. Today in 1881, outlaw William H. Bonney Jr. You know him as Billy the Kid. He was shot and killed by Sheriff Pat Garrett in Fort Sumner in present-day New Mexico. Today, in 1914, scientist Robert H. Goddard, he received a U.S. patent for a liquid-fueled rocket apparatus. That principle went into space with Branson the other day. He beat Bezos into space, as we all heard. Today, in 1933, all German political parties, except the Nazi Party, were outlawed. Today, in 1945, Italy formally declared war on Japan, its former Axis partner, during World War II. And today, in 1980, the Republican National Convention opened in Detroit, where nominee apparent Ronald Reagan told the rally that he and his supporters were determined to, quote, make America great again. And today in 2004, the Senate scuttled a constitutional amendment banning gay marriage. 48 senators voted to advance the measure, but that was 12 short of the 60 needed. 50 50 voted to block it. Didn't want to keep marriage between a man and a woman. Wanted to redefine marriage. We live in an age where everything seems to be up on the table to be redefined. I was doing some reading um, a while ago and in fact yesterday as well about how the the focus of the left or the focus the secular left is so focused on rewriting history and there's been a pattern throughout human history that we have always tried human race has always tried to erase history when they were running contrary to natural law and they They want to pretend as though what has happened, good or bad, didn't happen. 
They try to recreate history to support what it is that they are all about. There's an interesting parallel, and I'll probably be talking more about that this week because I think it's something we need to talk about on this program. There's an interesting parallel between the left in America and the Chinese Communist Party in China. What they're saying and what they're doing, there is a striking parallel. Well, (laughs) public servants have fled Texas. Yeah, they got out of town. They left. What could possibly cause elected public servants who have spent millions of dollars, other people's money, to get elected? Suddenly pack up and leave the state. They're refusing to do the job that they so badly wanted. They, they just gave it their all. They traveled the state or the district. They, they made promises they knew they couldn't keep. They did all kinds of things. They spent every dollar they could get their hands on except what they wanted to save for themselves and got elected. But now they don't want to do their job. That's what's happening in Texas. And I think that's a reflection of some of the things that are happening in our nation today as well. Well, why would they do this? Well, the short answer is they don't want voter integrity and they're willing to do whatever they think they need to do to stop this movement toward voter integrity after this fiasco, this last presidential election that gave us Joe Biden. Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott, he says he will have them arrested and he'll forcibly bring them back to their job, if need be, when they return to Texas soil. The reason he said that is because he doesn't have jurisdiction to arrest them outside of Texas. They went to Washington, D.C. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that. So he doesn't have the right or the power as governor of the state to arrest these people in Washington, D.C. But ironically and interestingly and factually, he does have the power to arrest them once they put their foot on Texas soil, according to the Texas Constitution. But when are they going to return? Who knows? I want to talk to you a little bit about that today because there's a, it's an interesting event that's taking place here. And it shows, it's just a further illumination of the, the hypocrisy of the left. And I'm not talking politically like Republicans are good and Democrats are bad. That's kind of true in a lot of cases, but at least policy-wise. But the left is committed to a role that involves them as being God, the final arbiter of what is true and what is not true. And the right generally tries to follow natural law, which our country was built on, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, God's law. They try to follow that, I believe. I wouldn't be a part of the Republican Party if I didn't believe what the platform says and what they continue to have in their platform. Does every Republican honor that? No, they don't. And they need to be replaced. And some of them will be in Washington State, I believe, in the upcoming election. I think... Jamie Herrera Butler, she has not been true to some of the things she promised, and she's a nice person, and I've met her in the past, but I believe she may be unseated this time. I don't know, but it could be, because they she has made 
decisions that I think are contrary to some of the people she represents. In fact, perhaps many. So there's going to be those kinds of things happening around the country in various states where people even are going to be unseated by someone in their own party because they aren't staying true to what the public that is to be served that elected them feel that they should in relationship to the the platform of the party. That's why I am a Republican, because of the platform of the party. If that changes, I'm gone. And I think many of you who listen to this program would agree with that. So anyway, we're looking at this whole thing as what is true and what isn't true, and the hypocrisy of the left, and at least most in the conservative, the right, are trying to do the right thing, and the right thing is defined by what it is that's right in the eyes of God. It's about righteousness. No, I'm not suggesting that all Republicans are righteous. They're not. I could name you a list. I won't. But I could give you a list off the top of my head. But the intent of the Republican Party seems to be toward what I believe in. The intent of the Democrat Party does not. So that's, I'm a simple man. That's how I get to where I am. And we always look at what we're talking about through the lens of God's word. And I thank you for supporting that. Thank you for standing with us. Um, I've been told often by people in the industry and outside of the radio broadcasting industry that no one is doing exactly what we're doing. They have said this their words, not mine, but no one is doing exactly what we're doing from a biblical perspective in the way we're doing it live, daily. And um, so it's unique. I don't know about that, but I do know that the Lord really put this in my heart to do it several years ago now. And we started and we started without really any money. We just started and we believed that God would help us because I believe that God had spoken to my heart about doing it and here we are today so thank you and some of you started supporting this almost from day one and I want to thank you for that many others have joined along the way and I want to thank you for that if you have not become a supporter but you believe there's value in what we're doing here please prayerfully consider joining us and becoming a supporter either periodically or regularly each month. Thank you in advance. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399, Bellevue, 98009. Well, the Texan Democrats, they fled to Washington, D.C. for sanctuary from the Texas Republicans. (laughs) They say they're not coming back. By their fleeing their state, they're depriving the state legislature of a quorum. Thus, they're depriving the public servants who did not flee the ability to do what they were elected to do, to legislate. Governor Abbott told Laura Ingram uh, on Monday evening of this week to defend the voter integrity bill before the House. The missing lawmakers will be arrested when they set foot on Texas soil. 
Well, a lot of people really blew up over that. They said, well, he can't do that. Well, he, actually, he can do that. I don't know if every state has that provision or not, but Texas does. Once they step back onto the state, he says he will arrest them and bring them back to the state capitol, and we will conduct business, and we will pass this bill. It's an integrity uh, voting bill. The trigger for the exodus, though, was this bill that the Republicans say will provide greater election security. And I think it will. I totally agree. While the Democrats claim it will suppress voter turnout for minorities. This whole thing has turned into, it's just just a political stunt is what it is, but it's turned out to be kind of a summer camp for these old women and a few men taking off from Texas. Maskless Democrat members, states, Texas state legislature, they're smiling. They're gleeful as they boarded one of several chartered planes to fly to D.C. for sanctuary. Democrat State Representative Trey Martinez Fisher, he sounded like a founding father. He stood with it with a straight face and he said, or maybe he sounded more like a kid leaving for summer camp. He said, we've, I'm quoting him, we, we've left our jobs, we've left our families, we've left our homes, because there is nothing more important than voting rights in America. Once on the plane, it looked like to me, and I've seen several pictures, it looks more like summer camp to me, and less like our founding fathers. Smiling, making peace signs, high-fiving each other, saw a case of beer, plain sight, sitting on the seat there, These patriots jetted off, all for their country, for their state, all to defeat Texas Senate Bill number seven. Yeah, they're having a great time. They're smiling. They're tweeting. I'm wondering when I saw that case of beer there on on the seat of the plane, I'm wondering, did they need ID to buy their Miller Lite beer? And if so, why would it be different to ask for ID before someone votes. That's what the Republicans are trying to do. This Representative James Talarchio, I think that's the way you pronounce his name, I'm not sure. Anyway, he tweeted, just landed in Memphis on our way to D.C. Thank you all for your well wishes. We left behind our families, our livelihoods, and our beloved Texas. But our sacrifice is nothing compared to the sacrifices brave Americans have made throughout history to protect the sacred right to vote. I, I that is so critical. He's a he's a school teacher. I saw him on Tucker Carlson yesterday. Uh, Tucker was I think it was Tucker, maybe it was somebody else on Fox. But they, uh, oh, Hegseth was was interviewing him, and I just saw a part of it. And he asked him about it. He said, "How? why did you run for office in the first place? And he said, well, I was a teacher, and I kept observing how the Republicans are destroying America, so I decided to run for office. He lives in a Democrat pocket in Texas somewhere. Anyway, he, he looked like a deer in the headlights, to be honest with you. But anyway, he, he ran for office and got elected. So now he's saying, we left behind our families and our livelihoods. They didn't leave behind any livelihoods. I mean, this is a party. And they're just, it's a stunt. That's all it is. But the point of why they would do this is important. Vice President Harris, of course, she's all in on this. She said fighting for the right to vote is as American as apple pie. 
and she is praising the Texas Democrats. She said, quote, I applaud them for standing for the rights of all Americans and all Texans to express their voice through their vote unencumbered. She continued, she said, I will say that they are leaders who are marching in a path that so many others before did when they fought and many died for our right to vote. This is advancing a false left-wing narrative that Republicans are attempting to take away the right to vote by pursuing basic election integrity safeguards. What this is about in Texas, and it really is reflective of, of what's going on in America, what this is about is ID requirements to vote by mail and to make ballot harvesting illegal. That's all they're trying to do. So what's really going on in our country? Yesterday, President Biden traveled to Philadelphia to give a speech opposing efforts by Republican lawmakers to bolster voting integrity through voter identification requirement and bans on ballot harvesting. Ballot harvesting is simply just simply it's it's a little bit complicated because there's all kinds of little tentacles that these people do. But ballot harvesting has to do with people going into areas where there are people who are maybe um, they can't get out. They're they're older people, whatever. And they just pick up all, they said, well, you, you, you can't vote. I'll take your vote. I'll take it. I'll take care of it for you. And they pick up these big, huge bundles of votes. And some of them aren't even signed or whatever. And they go through and they, they fiddle with the votes. I mean, that's the bottom line. And it's one of the real chinks in the armor of our voting system in America. And this has come about and it's been used extensively by Democrats in recent elections, particularly the last presidential election. So ballot harvesting is something that most people who value integrity in our voting oppose. The Democrat Party seems not to oppose it, and they do so with a lot of force. But anyway, that's what this is about. And then just voter ID. Just say, yeah, I'm Gary Randall, and here's my driver's license or whatever. When you vote, I don't, it's probably me, but I can't figure out why the big deal about this, unless it is just an all out effort for fraud on behalf of fraud. I can't find any other. I mean, are, I know these people are smart enough to know that it's not a big deal. I mean, I was joking about the beer. I don't drink alcohol, period. But I was joking about this case of beer on the seat of the plane. You can see it in the picture. It's Miller Lite. But did they use their ID? Probably they, the person that bought it so old that whoever didn't ask. But, I mean, you need ID to do a lot of things in life. Why is it so unacceptable to just show your ID when you vote? I think we know the reason why, and that's what's so troubling. Biden says he believes these efforts to strip the right to vote are the worst challenge in our democracy since the Civil War. He went on and on and on about it yesterday. He says that, but he knows better than that, I think. The integrity requirements are considerably less than those of Biden's home state, Delaware, and he's never complained about that because he's a hometown hero. That's different. In an interview with NBC News, Democrat Majority Whip James Clyburn 
he kind of spilled the beans the other day. He said out loud what a lot of other people have been whispering. The left is trying to federalize elections through the elimination of the filibuster. They can maintain power perpetually for their party at this moment in time. And they know that, but they can't maintain the power and by whatever means, through fiddling with elections or whatever, if anything changes and they see change coming in this 2022 midterm election. And I believe it is. I mentioned that a, a while ago. I think there will, are Republicans that will be replaced by more conservative Republicans. I think there are Democrats that will lose their seat. I'll be shocked if that doesn't happen in the midterm. I know generally that does happen. The party that is the minority in Congress usually gains seats in a midterm election. That's historic for our nation. But I I think, I mean, who knows? God knows. But I think this could be fairly significant shift in power in this midterm election. They know that. They're standing on issues that are, first of all, false. And secondly, issues that are in, in, I mean, they're in competition with the people they claim to represent. Americans want voter integrity, and they don't see it as Joe Biden sees it. They don't see that this is something that is the worst challenge to our democracy since the Civil War. Even the press yesterday was stunned by that statement. Not only because of the laws in his home state in Delaware, but just because it's not true. It isn't an attack to shore up the integrity of our voting system. Isn't an attack on voter be people being able to vote. But they're trying to make that case, and they are making that case, and it just rings hollow. I mean, it's it's sad. It's pathetic. They're trying, what they're really trying to do, as Jim Clyburn said when he just, I guess he was a moment of frustration or something, he just said out loud what others have been whispering and talking about behind the scenes. They're trying to federalize the elections. The Democrat Party, the left, does not want people in the 50 states managing their own elections. Because if they can centralize that power, then they can control the elections more and there can be some mischief in the, in the elections. And I believe there have been in the past, not because Trump lost. I believe that was just, that was an outcome of what's been going on for several years. I, I do believe that. It may not be as bad as some Republicans have said that it is as far as the depth of, of dishonesty and fraud in our voting, but there is fraud, and it, it, and it is pretty much one-sided from everything that I've read. That's my personal opinion, and I think others, conservatives, would share that, but that's where we are today, and this whole idea is one of the fundamental um, building blocks of our society as a free nation, and we are the most free, the most blessed, the most powerful nation in the history of the world at this point. But that is being threatened on so many different sides. And it is not only China, and they are threatening us. I read a statement yesterday 
coming out of China. And boy, they laid it on the line as far as the United States. If, if we mess with them in their agenda, that President Xi, he, he laid it out. So, I mean, at this point, America is seen as the most powerful nation in the world. And certainly we have been the most blessed and the most free. But all of these all of the, this agenda of the left is so it, it is so directed at undermining the very foundations of this nation, which are unique to any other nation in the history of the world. Other nations were built either from uh, and established from ancient bloodlines or from wars and conquering and taking imperialistic type activity. America was born out of a desire for religious freedom. I know people, our kids have been taught otherwise in public schools, but it isn't. it was about that. Yes, there were merchants who came here seeking their fortune, of course. But America was birthed out of a desire for religious freedom. So today, Clyburn said, we screw up this voting thing. Raphael Warnock ain't going to be in the Senate, and we ain't going to win nothing in North Carolina, and we don't have a chance down in Florida. That's what this is really all about, and he's the first guy to say it. And he's an African-American Democrat, and he's just telling it like it is. He said, we're going to lose all these elections if we don't get this election thing fixed, meaning if we don't, <laughs> if we don't stop the Republicans from their voter integrity thing that they're doing. He said there's three Senate battlefields in the midterm elections. He said if they if we allow this voter integrity thing to go through, it's going to change the outcome. It's not really about voter integrity. It's about sustaining Democrat power in coming elections. A vast majority of Americans support voter ID. Georgia's election integrity law is popular in the state of Georgia. Republican governors and attorneys general around the country have been fighting against the federalization of these elections, with Arizona recently scoring a big win with the Supreme Court ruling. The Supreme Court ruled the states have the authority to pass and maintain laws that prevent voter fraud and safeguard election integrity, such as what the Arizona Republicans are trying to do. The more Democrats oppose common-sense voter integrity laws, the more Clyburn's words become reality. He said, if we screw up this voting thing, we ain't going to win nothing. Even I understand that. The more the left says, the more suspect they become. Integrity is, has to do with perpetuating the left's grasp on political power than it does about being honest. The left is out of touch with, with America. Vice President Harris was talking about it, and she said the reason we can't do this voter ID thing is because, she said, people who live in rural communities across America, they don't have, I'm quoting her, they don't have access to Kinko's or Office Max, so they can't make copies of their ID, and they can't prove who they are. And if they can't prove who they are, they won't get to vote. That's why we should not have voter integrity laws, according to the Vice President of the United States. Margaret Thatcher said... I owe almost everything to my father, and it's passionately interesting for me that the things I learned in a small town in a very modest home are just the things that I believe have won the election. Margaret Thatcher. Kudos to those in rural areas. 
I identify with you. But that's what they are saying, and that's where we are in America today. We'll continue this conversation right here tomorrow. I'll see you then.